Can I, can I go get another beer? That was so funny. He's like, hey, Chris, we muted you because you were echoing. No, I wasn't. You were echoing. <laughs> Welcome to another episode of Five Idiots Talking Toys. It is our Sunday night podcast here on YouTube if you're watching us and also on your favorite podcast app if you're listening. Please subscribe to our channel on YouTube, like this video, comment, let us know what you thought about the topic that we're going to dive into tonight. You can visit us and check out all of our links on social media at fiveidiotstalkingtoys.com and you can also collect with us at rogue5toys.com. That's our sales page. Come join us there. Join the group. Check out everything that we're doing there. We do giveaways. We have stuff for sale. We have a lot of fun. Let's bring the boys in now. We've got Brandon, Chris, Charles, and John, and I am Shane. Welcome to Five Idiots Talking Toys. What's up, boys? What's going Hello, on? Hello, everybody. <laughs> Charles is ready for tonight's show. He is ready. Pumped. His hair is on fire about this topic. Yes. Very pumped. Yep. Look at Brandon's beautiful Brandon. hair. Brandon's on—he's on mute still. We—we we don't need to hear him. We just need to see his hair. Oh, that's true. Yes. Yeah. Such a rookie. Such a rookie move to not <laughs> unmute yourself. I know. Brandon. I was sitting here. Do you know what kind of profanity I was yelling at Shane? <laughs> you can only imagine. Brandon, introduce yourself to these fine folks tonight. Say hello. You already did. Hi. I'm finally on. He's finally unmuted. <laughs> Happy to be here again. Sorry. Again. So uh, so we covered Indiana Jones this past Wednesday on our Wednesday. Uh, I'm sorry. On our last <laughs> podcast episode, we covered Indiana Jones. We were here Wednesday sharing our new collectibles, our wins, and our whiff of the week. Here we are. What is the topic for tonight's podcast? Who wants to uh, reveal that? Should I go to Charles? Yeah, he is chomping at the bit. I don't know the proper name that we're going to actually call it for the show, but I'm going to say it's like restoration, restoring, um, whitening uh, uh, figures with uh, peroxide and lights and stuff like that. Yeah, we're going to talk about what methods we each think. We're going to be giving our own opinions, which methods we think are acceptable within uh, vintage toy collecting, in, within the hobby. You know, we always are advocates of saying you can do what you want with your own collectibles. They belong to you. Don't let anybody tell you what to do with them. But if you have any intention of sending them back out into the world, reselling them, uh, trading, whatever you're going to do, um, you know, that's where we're going to get into the topic. And these this, topics um, you this okay, Brendan? Brendan, you okay? <laughs> Such a Chris, great just hold on one second. We need to check in on Brandon. Reconstruction. Yeah. <laughs> are we keeping you awake, sir? He's crying over there. I know. He, he's, he's three hours behind us, so it's actually pretty early right now over there. Yeah, it's, and it's three in the morning here, so I can only imagine what time it is over there. Yeah, right. Do, do you think when Brandon cries, the tears are just Japanese whiskey? <laughs> do you think like, he collects like, the tears uh, in a glass? I, I was going to say that... Um, Tonight's episode should be called Resurrection or Rest in Peace. Ooh. There you go. Okay. So 
throw out the first uh, the first topic. We have you know the first part of this topic. We have a, a couple of different ideas of where to go with this. But Charles, throw us the first one that you think is pretty con- controversial. So uh, the first one just really grinds my gears. It is whitening stormtroopers and wampas and um, hoth stormies with a, I guess, like a potion of peroxide and some people use UV lights maybe or something or some Salon, some kind of lights Salon that... 40. Yeah. I'm sorry? Salon 40. Whatever that is. Um, it's the thing for hair that bleaches hair. I think it's kind of... I don't mind if you're going to do it for yourself and then you're going to have them for, your, you know, for yourself, but... Um, if you're going to, you know, whiten these figures and then sell them, I think is a real scumbag move to do because I'm assuming after six to 12 months, it probably changes back. Um, I know when I get them in, I'll like wash a figure, you know, with like soap and water, clean them, stuff like that. But uh, the whitening, I think, is just too far. I would say um, outside of washing a regular figure with soap and water, I don't do anything else to them. And I was always curious if people that use peroxide and do whiten them, does it come back? Like, would would a grader know? I don't know. I'm laughing because I, I hear Chris talking, but I don't see him talking. <laughs> I'm freezing. So this, is, so this is two yeah, straight weeks. Again of probably not paying the internet bill. <laughs> there's he's frozen again. <laughs> Every now and then you could see his eyes blink. It's great. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. So, all right. I so right, I haven't, I haven't right now we're talking about whitening, right? There's a couple different methods. I, I don't really know exactly how to do it. I, I think we've seen people talk about it in some of the groups like a mason jar put it out in the sun some, or something. some people do it and they admit to doing it and they say hey look i just put this out in the sun with uv or you know i put put it in peroxide or i put salon 40 on it and i changed it what do you guys think some people don't have a problem with it other people do um because you're altering a vintage figure and we could go down another rabbit hole with that but i won't we won't talk about that here but um yeah. There are certain ways to alter these figures and, and refurbish them in some sort of way. Now, like Charles is saying, if you are going to sell those figures, you need to probably let somebody know. But, I mean, I'm sure everybody's gotten some figures in where you might have gotten a really white figure in and it would have been done to it and you would have no idea. I mean, there's ways to tell um, with, like, the paint apps on some of these figures that something has been altered on it, especially the, the white figures that have paint. Uh, you can tell some residue of, of something on there, but if there's no way to really tell and you you inherit one of these figures from somebody else that didn't know that it happened to them either. I mean, that's the risk that you run. Yeah. Um, so it's fine it. if it's for your own, like uh, my son has stormtroopers and hot stormies and biker scouts. And like me and him, you know, threw it in a bowl outside. Then we threw some peroxide in there. I mean, it like kind of worked maybe, I guess, but I didn't use this Salon 40 or whatever you're talking about. I just use regular peroxide and he plays with them around the house. And I, 
I think uh, they're the same as you know when it started. Like it really didn't switch that much. So well, maybe know, I did it wrong, but I got a figure in one time from somebody. I think we all know who works for a big. Well, he works for a, a toy store. I got a figure in one time, and it was still wet. Wet. Really? Yeah, it was a biker scout. Wet with water and soap because. Uh, that's actually happened to me. Like I shipped a figure, and it was still wet from like water and soap, though. This biker scout was white. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, it didn't smell like dawn. <laughs> well, it makes me wonder, though, based on what you guys are saying. You know, I don't know how long it takes for a figure to start yellowing again, or if they definitely do. I mean, I've heard that. Has I wonder how many times it's happened that somebody's had a really white figure that they bought and then sent it in for grading and then it gets graded and cased and then you know six, 12, 18 months later, I wonder if there's some figures out there that started yellowing again with maybe like a nice 85 grade or something or an 80 plus. Um, I mean, we just don't know, right? I don't know yeah. how you yeah. how people can tell the difference. Yeah. I I would have no. No idea if they know or not. I'll assume that it probably takes the sheen off uh, the paint, uh, the black paint or the white, you know, uh, whatever paint is on that figure. I'm assuming it probably fades it out a little bit, but. Yeah, I think that might be a way to tell. I think the golden rule with all of this is if, if you sell figures that have been altered with the intent to deceive somebody kind of like making or uh, a reproduction weapon or um, you know, making figures that are meant to be passed off to fool somebody. Um, I think that is the issue that a lot of people have. Now, if you're honest and upfront about something saying, Hey, like Charles will go and sell those figures. Let's say he gets rid of his son's toys 10 years from now. Cause he doesn't play with them. And he has a, a garage sale and somebody walks up and, Oh, these are really nice white stormtroopers, you know, like, wow. And he's like, yeah, I mean, we used peroxide on them to clean them up because they were gross and yellow and brown and stuff. And they look disgusting. So we cleaned them up. I mean, he's not fooling anybody there. He was up front about it and told the, the potential buyer. So I don't I don't see so an issue saying, with that. So you're saying that Charles would sell his figures at the garage sale and on room5toys.com? <laughs> Do you think he, he would sell his son's toys and go out and get a whole suitcase full of tacos? Because <laughs> he's known for that. Also following. Oh, wait, or did Chris do that? Who did that? I don't remember. Uh, following your timeline. If I'm at this garage sale 10 years later and they're still white, then the peroxide obviously works. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Exactly. All right, guys, let's uh, let's move on to another topic. Um, here's one that I thought of. Um, working on the figure's limbs, trying to tighten loose limbs. Um, I've heard of some different methods out there. I, I actually heard of one that's really interesting, but I've heard of people wrapping dental floss in the, like, crack of where the, the limb is, like yeah. taking the limb of a figure – you know, uh, I, it's I like, wait, let me sh- let me show you. I got a real beater for you here. But <laughs> let me let take it out of my teeth. Hang on. But taking the dental floss and like wrapping it in in here in in the joint, 
And what then is it what are you holding? It up. This is a, a super droid. beater uh, Death Star droid that I bought. Wow, that is the thing. worst one I've ever seen. A kid, like some kid, did this. I think, like to, to like it's stripped. It's actually pretty cool looking. Strip. It yeah, is cool. I have cool it sitting looking. here on my desk. I, I look at it every day. It's it's it came in. I, I bought a bunch of beater figures. And, uh, <laughs> that thing needs dental floss bad. Yeah, look at this thing. <laughs> that's a wet noodle. But any case, but but wrapping. I mean, that's a you know that's one way. I've heard there's some other ways like Elmer's glue and stuff. I've never heard of the wrapping. I've heard of the glue, and then I've heard of people. Uh, they throw the figure into like boiling water. And then, like, remove limbs and then, like, replace limbs, maybe? Yeah. Oh, really? Pop in. Or the head, maybe? Maybe the yeah, head. I've, seen, I've bought a couple figures with different heads on them that obviously somebody removed. And okay. On yeah. There. But what do you, so let's, let's start. That's kind of like a 1A, 1B. Let's, let's start with the tightening of limbs. What do you think about, you know, whatever methods are out there and trying to make, you know, your wet noodle figures with the loosey goosey limbs tighter? Most of these yeah. things apply yeah. if they're yours right. or, for, or for your kid. You can do whatever you want with them. You want to, like, you know, repaint the hair or, you know, throw the dental floss in, fine. But once you – I think if you're going to, you know, sell the thing right away, like right after you do it, it's wrong. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I actually just got a Death Star droid in that I listed – just the other day, and when I was checking him out and taking pictures, I had noticed that there was glue all in between his limbs, his legs, and his arms. Oh, really? So, yeah, so I actually put it up, I think, for $15 or $10. I put it at a discounted price because he had glue in his limbs. And, he, so, and it had nice, tight, tight limbs when you first picked it up. Yeah, he actually looked really nice, and I was like, oh, this is going to be a lot of money. Oh, nope, there's glue. Oh, wow. Yeah, so that and that makes me think of something else to to tell you know younger or newer collectors about. You hear that term that that everybody kind of gets all excited about uncracked limbs. Well, be careful; these figures are you know forty years old, give or take. Take a good look at the figure. There's a chance that maybe somebody altered it, and it's not quite as you know brand new, never been touched as you think. You got to really examine the figures. It's got glue in the joints. Jeez. All right, uh, and then you know so. Charles just brought up uh, boiling figures, you know, putting I, I've heard of that before. I'm not really sure what the point is unless you're going to do like some sort of customs with swapping limbs or heads or whatever. But what do you guys think about that of, of putting the, you know, the figures in hot water or, you know, kind of softening up the plastic and doing that business? I can only see it with maybe like a, I don't know, one figure that always has a loose head is like a Luke Farmboy uh brown hair maybe you find one that has a nice head and you want to swap the heads i mean i don't really think that's a huge deal i mean it, that would be a lot of work though you know what if it's a know? unitoy head and <laughs> body and that's the thing you uh, you run into the risk of are you sticking the right head on the right body i i I don't know. Because the head was made on a Tuesday and the body was made <laughs> on a Wednesday. The left leg is from the Rainbow Factory. The right leg is from the Sprinkle Factory. Yes. <laughs> I Yeah, I I would never do any of that either. That's something that's that seems, way beyond yeah, that, my means. You know what it is? Like, we're, we're 
like fairly serious collectors and people, you know, we're in the groups where people know our names. It's like, I would never even dare fool around with any of that just You're, because no. our, my luck or our luck, there'll be somebody be like, that's not a this and that's not a that. Yeah, you you're, you're altering the original construction of the figure. To me, it's, yeah. it's a little different than you're putting a, a saber that you bought separately with a figure because an accessory is, they're, they're not attached to the figure, yeah. you know? Um, but if you're altering limbs, to me, that's a little much. I, I think that needs to be, my opinion is that needs to be reserved for some sort of customization that you want to do with your own figures. You want to put a, you know, uh, I mean, this is a bad example because it's the last 17, but you want to put a Han Solo head on a Luke Stormy body because you want that figure that they didn't make. And you could figure it out, you know, God bless you. And you want to, you know, take a part of the last 17 figure, do whatever you want with your own, you know, figure, but not for, not for resale or not for putting it back out in the community as anything other than a custom, right? Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Let's, um, let's move over. Well, let's stay with figures for one more, one more minute here. Um, Paint retouches. I mean, you know, these kind of topics, we're going to mostly all be, completely against but these are just topics for consideration for conversation for uh newbie collectors out there who don't you know know the ins and outs yet and for even more veteran collectors just things to look out for uh this is just all discussion about the hobby with paint you know, retouching figures with paint retouching obviously it's something that i don't do i don't think any of us do but you can see if someone has done that before by using a black light so a black light right. will show the newer paint uh, next to the older paint. So you can see if something was touched up or not. Yeah. And, and I've never seen that. I don't know exactly what it looks like, but I'm assuming you'll just see a difference because even if new paint, old paint, it's just a different chemical composition take, of paint. Take one of, your, take one of your beaters and take a Sharpie and just mark it. Yeah. And then take a black Sharpie, light and look yeah. at it and you can tell right away. I noticed it on a... Uh, Death Squad Commander, where somebody had touched up the helmet. Yes, and yeah. I was like looking at it, and I was like, "Huh?" And I, and I used a black light that I had, and sure enough, it sh- it glows. I I just had this same exact thing. I had the same exact figure, and I'm like, "This was a hundred percent." Someone used a sharpie on it. So. Yeah. Yeah. Like if you're getting in collections, kind of like how we are, and we're always taking pictures and doing sales and listings, having a black light, like where I have my stuff is, it's right next to it. So every single time I take a picture, I use the black light on it automatically. I have it's one, just, too. It's just part of the process. Yep. That's a really and good black point. Black lights yeah. can also test original sabers, too. Original yes. Luke and yep. original yeah. uh, yep. Darth Vader sabers. Yeah. They glow. You can also so take a actually... look into a hotel room. And... Yeah. Check for uh, <laughs> other stuff. Yoda, uh, Yoda serum. <laughs> the the way that Brandon takes his flashlight to the to the hotel rooms for room sales. Do not take a black light to the room sales. <laughs> but I think most have to. Looks like I have to look for paint touch ups. Uh, yeah, well, George- so I think uh, most of us sell our stuff thinking that someone will send us in for grading. So. None of us are going to whiten something, repaint it. I'm not going to switch limbs, you know, from the boiling water. All this stuff because 
God forbid someone sends this thing in for grading and we sold them something oh, with dental floss on his neck or something like that. Yeah. Like none of us are going to do something that that extreme. I would think that most of these things are fine, you know, you know, for your kid or you want it, you know, for your own collection, you know, to sit like next to your computer. You can do whatever you want. You know, it's yours. Um, once you sell the thing, you should be up front you know, same as everyone, you know, said here and just let everyone know, Hey, here's what I did to it. Yeah. Yeah. Or, you know, uh, another thing you could do is if you're a collector and you, you get to the position where you want to sell some stuff, maybe you don't even want to take that to a group that, you know, you're in where there's serious collectors. You might not want to even take that and say, Oh, by the way, this figure's got dental floss in it. I know it's a Mm. funny example, but I have heard that in the groups talked about. You might just want to go right to eBay with that and just post it up there. Be honest on eBay and say this figure's been altered with dental floss, but keep it out of like the real collector group setting. I was that, that's I was actually just gonna say the same thing. Just throw it on eBay and just yeah. put, you know, show a picture of like thirty figures and just say uh they're as is. Yeah, just put holy grail rare. Yeah. Yeah, rare, <laughs> holy grail. Uh uh. Uh, monthly payments accepted. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's the, the, these. Some of these things are such hot, to- hot topics that even if you do them with your own figures and then decide to get rid of them at some point, yeah, go to so, eBay. So Shane, so uh, this affects you. We're not saying like no one can customize a figure. Mm-hmm. Like if you want to, you know, you know, like redo a beater into something, you know, like nicer. That's all fine because you're switching the color of it. You like. I know like you like make yours like look nice and they're like red and blue and green and all this other stuff. So obviously something happened, you know, you're not, you know, like uh, selling this thing as a white stormtrooper. you know, no, you're making right. the stormtrooper black. It's obvious. obviously right. you did something, yeah. right. you know? Right. And, 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 and not all of them are this extreme, of course, but like I said, I bought this as, you know, something that a kid did to this figure. <laughs> I would believe. I love, I I mean, love the limbs on that thing. It's terrible. But like, you know, th- this is an extreme example, but I buy figures that are either missing hands or they're just busted. They're they're brown and they're supposed to be white. Um, and that's where it's like, all right, nobody really is going to take that figure and put it on their shelf. Let's do something uh, with it. Maybe that somebody would put on their shelf and enjoy. Different, yeah. different give it a new life. Yeah. 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 Give it a new life. Yeah. Um, all right. So let's uh, let's move on to. Mox. 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 Yeah. Mint on cards. Uh, again, I mean, these are uh, t- we're we're going to all be in agreement here, but it's worth discussing. Touching up mocks, you know, touching up the the actual card backs. Well, what what can you talk about there? Once you touch up mock, they don't even grade it, so mm. it's not like you can send it to the graders and it gets kicked back with a sixty or a seventy or whatever. It's automatically NG, not you know, it's 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 not graded. They they won't grade it with any touch up whatsoever. So that's already a no-no. I've actually had conversations with like legitimate, like longtime sellers at, at toy shows. And one guy told me something. He was an older gentleman. He, he told me something that was really interesting. He said, um, a lot of times when you see mocks where there was a sticker tear, you know, like they took the sticker off and it tore the the uh, the litho or or the front of the card. And if you look, the, you know, there there's a tear there, but it's touched up with like a Sharpie. You know, it's black yeah. on black. He said, um, you know, because he had been around so long, he said, this is not just somebody in, two, in you know, in 2021 touching up a, a mock. He goes, at one point, these things were worth nothing. 
he goes in, in, in the, you know, in the early nineties, you know, to mid nineties, these mocks were worth $5. He goes, there were people touching them up just for their own collection to put it on their shelf. They just wanted to not see that tear while it was on their shelf. They weren't trying to deceive anybody, but now those things are back out in the marketplace, you know, 20 years later. Um, so he, he kind of enlightened me to the fact that people didn't, there was a period of time where it was not frowned upon to touch up the cards with a Sharpie because they weren't worth anything. They were worth five, $10 a piece. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm sure all the way back then, but like there's, I, everyone knows I hate mocks, but I hate them more when there's any kind of like a black, like somewhere near the mock, I'm always so scared that someone sharpied it because it's just, it's so hard to tell. It really is. See, I actually feel the opposite. I feel like with a mock, any touch up, it's actually so easy to tell. I feel like it's actually really the, obvious to tell. Yeah, Sharpie on the mocks is, I mean, if you're glancing at it, you can't really see it. But if you really look at it and you're like, Oh, there's a couple. So I have, you have I had one. one, I sold it, but, um, at first glance, there I couldn't see anything, and then with a certain light, I could see that there was sharpie mark in one area, and then I kept looking at it, and there was a sharpie mark in a different area, and then another area. So I had three different sharpie marks on it, and and just first looking at it, I couldn't really tell. And I was the same thing. I I bought a mock from somebody years ago, and I looked at it recently, and I'm like, crap, there's a couple sharpie marks on there that I never saw when I bought it, cause I couldn't see it in the light of the store. Yeah. And now that I'm looking at it, I can see it. So it's now I know what to look guys, for, this but is, before I didn't. Does, does a black light show on a, on a card? Yes. Yes. For the Sharpie. Okay. So that's good to know. Use the light on it. Yep. Just out of curiosity. Um, does black light show like tester paint model paint? Uh, tester paint. Hmm? Yeah. Like the model. You guys didn't build models. Oh, I know. Tester is the the name brand of the paint, and they yeah, make blue it too. Whoops, I don't know. I was wondering if that if that showed up for the paint too. John, we didn't use tester paint. We didn't use a hammer and a nail and carve into a piece of stone to write. We had loose leaf paper and pen. Okay. <laughs> We didn't. We didn't collect uh, Jim and the the Wildling boy. What was that? That toy that he collected? The the yeah, Bigfoot and Wild Boy. boy. Bigfoot and Wild Boy. Yeah. I don't think I, using, that. I had no idea what it was. I don't think people using Sharpie. I mean, people using Sharpie on mocks. If they're doing that in this day and age, where it's so obvious. Yeah. Once you actually know what you're looking for, that there's Sharpie yeah, marks on there. It's, like It's obvious to us. It's not obvious to newer collectors that don't know. Yeah. So there, I, I would say there's definitely people that are out there right now still doing that. And I think and, it's I think and, it's easier to cover a, a tear with a different price tag because I know a lot of people were oh, doing that. God, that too. That's another um, thing. That's definitely another thing. That's, and then, that's so that's yeah. them removing a vintage price tag from somewhere and then using it to cover up a tear on a mock. Correct. Yeah. yeah, because yeah. you know, anything that. that anything that has a tear, you're automatically looking at like a seventy to a seventy five grade. It automatically drags that card grade down. So now when they're covering it up with a sticker and they get away with it, if that card was mint, you can get a much higher grade, which is more more money. 
And, you know, I know recently there was a guy that was caught doing that. Wow. So. All right. So we, we talked about touch-ups. Um, what about <clears> – <throat> Charles, this was kind of your comment. Tell us what you're, what you're thinking here. Uh, using a heat source, uh, trying to maybe reseal a bubble, a blister onto a card. Or I know there was heat source with some other things too. But yeah. talk, talk, talk to us about the blisters. Yeah, well, there was a uh, – not going to obviously say his name, but this someone in the community who's kind of known for, I guess he was like straightening, you know, straightening out uh, the cardboard of the mocks. And he was, I guess, resealing uh, the blisters and just, he, he supposedly had this whole setup at his house and he did this, you know, whatever, 10 years ago and he got caught and then, Everyone gave him a free pass, and 10 years later, he was just caught again for doing the same exact thing, and he's sorry, and this and that. I mean, is he really sorry? He did this 10 years ago. He was sorry. He's still he he's still doing it now, and he – I don't know how, but he was using a heat source, and he was, like, sealing uh, the cracks in the blister, right? No, yeah, maybe they but, Probably removing the dents. Yeah, I in the blister, reshaping the blister. I think there's also that would make more sense. It's also if there's a crack, you're you're not gonna fix it in a way where it's not noticeable, but you can fix the hole. I think with like a heat source, you can kind of maybe melt it back together so that there's actually no hole there, but you'll still see like those white indentions in the blister that there was like. A mark there. This is why I hate mocks. I I hate them. I hate mocks even more now because of all this stuff you can do to them. I hate them. What about those three behind you? Hate them. Yeah. Hate them. I hate them. <laughs> yeah, I, I know the story. I'll smash them right now if you want me to. <laughs> I know the story Charles smash is talking about. Mock. I think we all smash saw it. There's there's apparently you can do heat doctoring to blo- to blisters where you can help reform or reshape a damaged blister let's just put it like that i i don't know if it comes down to cracks and stuff like that or just dents or whatever but there is a way to use a certain heat source and you can reshape and form a blister to obviously to do this to pass on and make more money and there's a whole channel on youtube um dedicated to this sort of stuff you know Um, fixing blisters that's also on there. I've seen it on that channel. Too. But I mean, again, it, you know, we don't want it to, you know, if you do something like that, if you alter something and you send it back out into the community, you ha- you should you should disclose that you've reshaped the blister. It's a scumbag move. Well, yeah. l- let me say this. I- I'm the one who, who kind of spoke up for us all in the beginning of the episode and said we're all kind of advocates for do, do what you want <laughs> with your own collection. I'm going to go ahead and draw a line in the sand a little bit here and say, like, if you want to doctor up your figures because you have them on your shelf and they're you want to look the certain way or, you know, you want to touch up paint and you don't just want to enjoy looking at them, you know, do what you want, you know, like keep those things out of the, the community, keep them for yourself. But when it comes to mocks, uh, I get that people do the Sharpie thing, you know, or, or historically have, but if you're going to start melting the blisters on your own mocks, like just don't do that. Like 
you know, just display it on your shelf. It's going to look fine. You know, it's not going to look any better for your own collection, melting a crack and trying to fix a crack or a hole. Just put it in a nice piece of acrylic and put it on your shelf and just enjoy it for the artwork. Don't don't yeah, melt well, stuff. If you're going that far to do something like that, which is like a lot of work, then obviously you're doing it for a purpose or a reason. Money. Right. Money. Right. It's greed. So, you know, it's, it's one thing where you have a mock on your card or a mark on your card and you go, all right, here's a here's a Sharpie. Let me just make one dot. That takes, what, 10 seconds? Heat doctoring, we're talking about that's going to take a lot more time. So obviously yeah. you're doing it for a certain reason. And you and know what? You're, you're risking ruining the whole thing. If you're going to cover up a little dot on a card with a Sharpie, you know, you're not going to ruin You're not going to, like, make it worse. But if you're going to start melting the plastic on a mint on card, your chance to ruin the whole collectible. So uh, the only thing that I can think of with a mock that I'm fine with is if it's like wavy and you stick it into a snap case and you let it sit for like, you know, whatever, like a week in a snap case and it straightens it out a little bit. I don't think, you know, that's like, you know, like switching of the integrity no. Of anything or anything like that, but Putting you know, when using like or whatever, and yeah. It out. yeah, when you're using like a heat source and you have this whole setup, uh, like this guy supposedly did, and he was you know, uh, uh resecuring the blisters. I, I mean, it's like, well, what are you like a scientist? Apparently, there was like it's as veins in a card, like, like ripples, especially after if you take off a price sticker, sometimes it would leave like little ripples. On the card, you could tell us something was pulling at it. You can use a heat source and like, kind of like moisture, kind of like water, and you can reshape it back. I'd be so nervous about ruining it so much further. It's just like but, stupid. It's but that's stupid. the thing is that a lot of the listings, if you followed over the years, and they, everything's documented, everything was saved on the computer, you can see the same mock bought and then the same mock sold with work being done to each. Mm. So sometimes it actually worked and you made money, and then sometimes it didn't work and then you lost money. So. I've done the I've done the whole heavy book thing. I had a mock where the half of the card that had the blister on it was actually pretty straight, but like the the litho side with the with the photo was like curled a bit, it was starting to curl a bit or wave, whatever you call it. And and then you know put yeah three or four heavy books on it and just leave it alone for like two or three weeks. And it's it's one that's in my collection now. It it, it works. I mean the card didn't have any veins in it, so I was just flattening out the card. Um, that's a great trick. That's a great non-invasive trick that I would share with any collector. You have a card with a little wave in it, a little curl. Um, you know, just a natural curl. We're not talking about like a bend or a fold or a crease. Um, but that works great. That's that's a great trick. Yeah, That's sort of like what, you know, comic book collectors, when they send their books in for, you know, a pressing or a cleaning, whatever, that's kind of something that they do. Um, I don't really know exactly how they do it. But, like, that's a legitimate way before you send your comic book in for grading. People mm -hmm. get impressed. Okay. Only only one guy does that. And his first name and last name have four letters. John <laughs> Rula. <laughs> so uh, the next thing uh, with a mock that I can think of is um, removing the price uh, sticker like using, um, what is it, a uh, lighter fluid. 
So I, I've heard about that. Is the lighter fluid to actually remove the sticker or is it to get the sticker residue off? Uh, I, I don't both. even know. I think it's both. residue. Probably, is it both? Yeah, probably both. 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 You, okay, you use so it, you, and it you can remove a sticker with it or if there's like really nasty eyesore like gunk all over it from a price tag, it'll take that off as well. And it's not supposed to damage the, the paper, the card. Not supposed to. You got to use the right lighter fluid. You can't just go buy lighter fluid like you're gonna have a barbecue. <laughs> it's, 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 the, it's the it's the lighter fluid that comes in like a little aerosol can for like the butane your lighter or whatever. So uh, which one do you which one do you use, Brandon? Tell us. I use the one that you need to do for a barbecue. <laughs> <laughs> He's rubbing charcoal for for cats on the on the, on the card. Mineral spirits, Kingsford. Like I said, these are all things that people do with this stuff just to make money. That's you know, that's that's all it is. They 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 push all this stuff to see how far they can get away with something. Yeah, and you have to keep in mind that even though you you know, you might want to do it whatever you want to do with your own stuff, your stuff is probably gonna make it out into the world at some point again. Yeah. You know, if something happens to you, your your kids don't want this stuff. You know, like your your wife doesn't want this stuff. I mean, I'm not I'm kidding. Your kids may very well want to keep your stuff, but at some point, it's going to make it out in the world again. It's not going to be with you in your coffin. So you know, think about this stuff. I have very strict good. regulations in my will. <laughs> John's going to be literally covered with B-wing pilots. He's going to I be want later. the pews. They're just going to sprinkle them all over him. I want the pews with it. I don't want any incompletes. Everyone needs a pew. Put the pews in my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, uh, yeah, lighter more, fuel. More change in the, the meter here. over there. <laughs> We we just talked about the lighter fluid. Um, you can also what's, do. So what's the what's the thought on that? What's the, yay or nay? Removing sticker residue. Oh nay. Nay. Charles, no. I wouldn't even see a reason why you would even do it. I just I don't see the reason why you would. John. I just again, I I know people say it works, but I would just be afraid to ruin. I use it on uh, custom uh, chicken walkers to get stickers off there. Mm -hmm. When I'm doing that, just to get the stickers off the the front, the the front and the ones on the side. Half the time, the ones that I use are all beaters; they're all torn anyway. I was going to say um, you're talking about like torn yeah. stickers with like residue on there. <clears throat> yeah, and it's the residue that you just want to get off of the vehicle and that stuff. Yeah. I use that with like a razor blade and it takes it right off. Yeah. So yeah. that moves us into the next thing is vehicles and the, uh, the decals and the labels and removing parts. them or using like using like newer ones, new parts. Yeah. Uh, and that's not that's new a parts, big deal like, for a lot of people rebuilding, restoring the vehicles. Like, so a lot of people that. do it. A lot of people do it. I look at that like giving a figure a blaster that it's missing. Mm -hmm. So if you're going to do a uh, what's a common one that people you know like a if you have a cracked windshield cloud car, on a 
a cloud car and it's missing the canopies and you buy two canopies for it, right? And you put those on your cloud car. I mean, yeah, that's the same thing as that. Yeah, that's fine. When someone lists something as I just got it from the restoration lab. Yeah, the restoration lab. I don't even I won't even read the rest of it because it just sounds like they're restoring it. I don't want to know like what you did with it. Like, like what'd you do with it? Are they whitened it? Are they removed all the stickers and they put them all back? Like, how do you put them back on? No, I think that I think what you're talking about is that guy gets the motors working again inside the little gears and 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 gets it to to make yeah. the light and sound again. Either way, when you say back from the restoration, and it's like, all right, I yeah. stop reading too. I don't read it either. Yeah, because yeah. it could go so many different ways. But I know what Brandon's talking about because I've taken apart my uh, Imperial shuttle because the wings weren't working. And uh, it was it, it had a stripped gear inside. So I, I got another gear, vintage gear from somebody that was selling parts and was able to restore mine so that the wings worked. You got I'm a different gear? You got no, a cater right? gear? You're not belonging there. You got a cater gear? It, no, it was a sprinkle factory gear. Um, <laughs> but, but, you know, it's no, not whitening, not. Um, yeah, that's fine. You know, yeah. But. And actually, the, you know what? The motor in mine wasn't working either. And I did the whole like uh, trick with the with the nine volt battery and everything. So, I mean, that was my version of restoration was getting mine to work. Number one. Number two, um, getting the wings to work. The physical gear was stripped inside. Um, and it was also really interesting opening it up and seeing how what's what the mechanisms inside were taking pictures so I could put it back together and, and doing that by hand. But you're right. It could go in any direction. Does it mean whitening? Does it mean, you know, repro stickers? Does it mean, I mean, probably not, but you never know. Um, so what, so what's the, what's each of our take on um, restoring vehicles so, with original parts? So original let's parts. say you have original stickers and your sticker fell off the shuttle. And one of the, I don't know, pick a sticker. How'd you glue it back on? It's a good question. You used a 2022 glue. <laughs> so John got really bad. close. So, if that's not allowed, then the Falcon that I got, you know, ten years ago, where everything's flaking off of it, I fly it around the room, and stickers are flying off of it faster than anything. <laughs> else. Now, what do, what do I do? Do I, I we get a video of I that? Look? Now I don't have vintage spit, so I don't know if that would work. <laughs> but how do I, you know, do I get? another sticker sheet that's vintage and then i ruin the sticker sheet by taking 40 year old stickers that probably don't even stick on the sticker they sheet probably anymore. don't even stick is what i was going to say no so i mean what's what's that is that are you altering a vehicle with i've with, seen with people post glue? about this i've seen people post about this i remember somebody recommending like a certain type of glue stick like they used a purple non archival or something oh, like there, i don't know there was something no acid Okay. A lot so of people use the right, purple so what, one, I think. Yeah, it's it's like the the water-based one that doesn't hurt kids when they eat it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Brandon like puts it on his toast in the morning. But like, you know See, but that where, where, where are you gonna draw the line? I think that's wrong though. That goes into the mock land of I'm so scared of mocks and I hate them. I hate vehicles too for the for the same reason. That you don't know what these people did with it. 
like rebuilt the motor and re you know re put on the stickers you know with uh you know some kind of glue or whatever or they whitened you know the ship like how do you know uh, well, well I just want to just take a second and remind no, everybody no. that's watching this comment on this video tell us what you think about each of these topics you know comment along with us and we want to hear some feedback on what you think uh, but where do, where do we all draw the line? I mean, you know, I'm just going to sell vehicles, and then I'm just going to put the stickers in a baggie and say good luck. On the, on the side. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Good luck. <laughs> I, I'm not sticking them back on. Again, you know, we sell a lot, and God forbid, like, that happens, and I re-stick a sticker on, and then they find out. They're like, oh, look at this. It just fell off, and this glue is still sticky, and I could tell that you just... It, it's not worth it for what? Yeah. Maybe a, a five dollar difference? I don't know. Like, it's just there's no point. Yeah. I just tell the vehicles as is. If the if the sticker is falling off, it's falling off. That's how it is in the pictures too. You're talking about selling though, but I mean, what about your own private, personal collection stuff? You know, everything's uh, everything's uh, in plastic acrylic. Yeah, I think a I think a <laughs> vehicle falls fall off. I think a vehicle falls into the same thing as a uh, mock does. Just once you modify that, it's going to move from your collection and it's going to go somewhere else. And who the hell knows, you know, what's going to happen with it. Exactly. And that's, that's the, the bad part about buying loose stuff. That's, I mean, you never know. I mean, you know how many dead people's figures I have, who knows what they did with it. What? Chris, Chris has a bunch of encased ghosts back there, you know? Um, Charles, do you know how many dead people's figures he has? Yeah, all <laughs> I can tell you is last episode, his name was Brandon Dahmer. <laughs> I think it fits. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I, <laughs> like, uh, I think for vehicles and mocks, you don't do anything to them, whatever they are. Uh, they are with a figure. If you're going to give your son a stormtrooper and he's like, you know, three, four, five, six, seven years old or whatever age he is, and he's like, Dad, it's yellow. I don't want it. Throw it in some peroxide. Let the kid slap it around for a couple of years. I'm assuming it switches back to yellow within whatever, six months or whatever. And you're right back where he started from. I have a good example for you guys. I, I did that one uh, custom ATST that I sold at the uh, the convention that we went to. What I did with that one is it had one really bowed leg to where it wouldn't even stand up nicely. It had like one straight leg and one that was really curled in and it wouldn't stand up nicely. And there was, I think this points to what John was telling us earlier. I found a YouTube video on how to take apart an ATST. Because there's, you know, you, you want to do it without breaking anything. And I was able to remove the whole leg and I was able to straighten the leg out. And I can't remember if I used like a hair dryer or like hot water. Warm water. Yeah. I think I just put it under like the, whatever the temperature water coming out of the faucet was. It wasn't like boiling water or anything. But I was able to do that for like five minutes, you know, kind of just gently straighten the leg out. And it stood great after that. And it stood like it, it you know, all the way to the show, it was standing and like, you know, it stayed that way. What do you think of something like that? You know, just um, kind of helping in a warped leg stand up. I think if you're doing that on a, on a custom piece, it's perfectly fine. But if you're doing it on like a, a regular vintage piece that's that you're not using to be a custom, then 
like know. I said before, we're selling stuff to someone who may be grading this thing. Yeah. So it's going to go and it's going to sit there for nine months until they finally grade the thing. So what's going to happen in nine months? Is a leg, you know, going to rebow? Is the stormtrooper going to, you know, turn yellow again? Is the sticker, you know, going to fall off the X-Wing? Who knows? I get a collection I, in and I sell it as is. And that's I know, it. but I mean, what about the 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 gun that you put on the top there? Uh, you know, I mean, that didn't come originally with it. Now you're putting a an additional weapon on there that wasn't on there before uh, from a different factory, most likely. You know, is that okay? What do you mean, like a loose figure? No, 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 no. like no, like like, uh, like the chick. You know, the 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 pew that's on top of the uh, ATST. That small. Oh, okay. Yeah, the Top Gun. You know, Top Gun. It's missing. So you buy one and you put it on there. But that wasn't the original one that was on there. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's still... It, it's the same thing, though. Yeah, but it's not the original, you know... It's not the original toy. You're altering well, here's, it. Here's a good example. Like, we, we know for a fact that the Y-Wing came from two different factories. There's two different molds for the Y-Wing ship. And it has different, like... Uh, I don't know if it's a COO or whatnot, but it's like diff a different stamp on the bottom in the molds so that you could tell the difference. What if you get the Top Gun for that from wherever oh, somebody's God. selling you know parts and you put it on and it's not the the, the, right the moral one the moral of the story is is that you don't know what you're getting because who knows where the hell it came from and what additional pieces they've added or taken away throughout the years because let's say Charles has a Y wing sale and has all these pieces. I buy three struts because all mine are broken. I put them on. Two weeks later, I'm like, I don't feel like having this Y-Wing anymore. I'm going to give it to somebody else. And then they like it, and they, they play with it for a year, and then they put it up for sale. And now it's got three Sprinkle Factory struts on there. You know? <laughs> I mean, you don't know what you're getting. You don't know what pieces and parts from from whichever other vehicle you have. I mean, everything. I think we have a bunch of Franken vehicles and, and figures. Yeah. I know somebody that is pretty well-known on one of our Facebook groups that admitted to swapping R2-D2 domes on figures for the clickers, because the clickers weren't working, or swapping their domes for nicer domes to put on better figures. I mean, is that allowed? You're altering a figure. Like, Where do you draw a line? I don't know. It, I don't know. It's, there's, uh, there, everybody has a line. And obviously, the guy who was melting uh, the blisters and straightening, you know, the card backs, his line was pretty high. He had yeah, a very so high line, and he he wouldn't go over whatever certain you know thing that he did. But most people have a line that's very very low, and you shouldn't cross that line. So I just go with with the whole thing of if your intent is to fool people behind it then that is probably where the line has to be drawn. So people that come out with fake figures and and, and all that. So oh god. <laughs> Chris and John are having a secret uh, secret messages sent back and forth because <laughs> the other uh, three of us are actually on a podcast and we're yeah, running we're a game. show. The other two are just just shooting the crap just say, "Hey, what are you doing you tomorrow?" Care. Like really? They're like, oh, I'm, I'm fixing job. clickers. I'm fixing clickers on my R fives. What are you doing? 
I was on. Do you have any sprinkle struts? I John, have any rainbow wing stickers on tomorrow. What are you John, doing, John? John was asking. B-wing. B-wing. <laughs> yeah, did you guys notice how, how quickly Chris was able to grab that Sharpie? He had it right there ready to go. It's ready to go. It's really interesting. Ready to mock yeah. up at every mock. <laughs> All right, guys. Uh Anything else here on this topic? I think we covered it pretty good. We we hit all the topics that I wanted to to hit that you guys brought up. No, it's so. very very controversial. It is everyone's opinion will be all over the place for this one. Yeah, I, I mean the one thing that I will say, and I don't I don't feel you know hard and fast like steadfast about this, but that that idea of 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 you know trying to get something to stand up properly or, you know, if you had a strut for a Y-Wing that was, like, bent and you could just put it under some warm water and straighten it out and put it on the ship, I don't have a problem with that. Now, the, the example I did was for a custom. Um, I haven't really tinkered with, with there's, uh, there's people that walkers have, otherwise. But. There's people that have gone on public Facebook groups and stated in a live auction that they take their weapons and put them under hot water and take legs of figures and and walkers and put them under hot water to get them straight again. You know, like I don't. I'm gonna say modifying mocks and modifying you know vehicles. I'm not talking about like you know like straighten out a leg. I'm talking about like you're actually modifying the vehicle. You should be sent to a separate island, and you <laughs> and all the other people will live there. And there'll be, be very there'll be a whole bunch of very bad people there, and they'll That's be. That's why you just buy there. mint and sealed box, and um, don't buy mocks from questionable people. Just buy everything sealed. But then, do you it. open it and then put it together? Uh, <laughs> if you want, they're your toys. Has John used his real voice in the last two weeks? No. <laughs> Brandon started this whole thing where he puts his lips on the microphone, and John has just totally bought in. <laughs> John, John, you got new glasses. <laughs> I did. I got new glasses. Yeah, I lost my glasses at the Slits Not Show. Oh God! <laughs> oh, that's right. Were you blind for the rest of the day, or what? Yeah, I had to go to Walgreens the next morning to get glasses. They just sell your glasses at at Walgreens, like just well, they're reading the glasses. Shelf. The reading glasses. Oh, okay. Oh, see, yeah. so, so you were trying to read at the Slipknot show. Well, I can't see anything with them, you know, like in front of my face, like reading ingredients or reading, like reading my phone or something like that. I can't. Guys, read what do you read glasses. when you're in the mosh pit at your concerts? Okay, I don't know what you're reading. We read. Yeah, we read how to wrap the episode. <laughs> well, I rest my glasses. I won't be able to see you guys, but I rest my glasses on my hat, like that. That was John in teacher mode. I remember that. And then, so I wasn't in the mosh pit. I was mosh pit adjacent, hmm. and uh, <laughs> I lost my glasses. No. All right. Well, all is well in the world uh, of Lord Walden. Now he's got new glasses. Yeah. Chris loves Lord Walden. Love, love <laughs> Lord Walden. All right, folks. Thanks very much for joining us on another <laughs> Sunday night podcast episode. We talked about uh, restoration or rest in peace tonight. So let us know in the comments what you think about some of the uh, areas of of restoration or kind of just uh, playing around with the, the vintage collectibles and trying to uh, give them some new life somehow or, 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 or play, you know, play with the, the look of them. Tell us what you think. So 
Come back and join us next Wednesday. We're going to have another Wednesday's Wins and Whiffs of the Week. And, of course, every Sunday night is our podcast episode. You can listen <laughs> on your favorite podcast app or watch our stupid faces on YouTube. Please subscribe to the channel, like this video, and we will see you next time on 5 Idiots Talking Toys. Good night, fellas. Bye. Bye. Good night. Bye.